podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Stretford Paddock. This what, is the fast. Paddock Podcast. It was, wasn't it? Wasn't ready. No, didn't seem like anyone was. My <laughs> name's Joe. This is Stephen House. And how are you doing, Steve? Super. Rangnick's confirmed. Yeah, you happy? Yeah, I vote. We're going to use German words now. Oh, God, this is going to be that, fun, isn't it? Nothing bad can come from that. No. Hey, that, that's and a Jay great Motti, idea. Jason Mottershead is with us as well. I'm, how are you doing, Jason? I'm very, very well. That's Joseph. Great. We'll fix that. Hey. Um, we're going to be going uh, and having a look at Ralph Rangnick's style, exactly what he brings to United. We it's all, like we a all Gino's know how happy like, he is. Um, thin knit. He likes the... He, do you know... I've oh, realised... Open neck. Have, have you ever been on any sort of like, like film production or TV production sets? No. It's very German, like, it's like very thin gilets of like duck down jeans and like a trainer. It's all gilet. It's all like very, you know, the micro puffer jackets. Yeah. That's all anyone's wearing on film sets. Really? You see like the German managers and they're all wearing the same thing. I reckon they've copied that. Do I need to get one of them if I want to make it? Get yourself a micro down production. Duck, duck down gilet. Right, okay. Got and you can make it in film well. production. Or as a manager. Specs. Right, as well. Yeah, glasses, so for those who don't know, Jason, is that masters you're doing? Of course it's masters. Sorry, yeah. So, so he's doing a masters is it in film production? Yeah, documentary right. production with, with TV, film and digital with media. Your hair, <laughs> with your haircut, I think it's fair to say he needs yeah. the massivest, most square, oversized... Specs. The the clock ones. What that was got that? What was that geezer called? That was on Wayne Rooney Street Striker. The unbelievable Tuckers guy. I don't know, but it was good. He had big glasses. He needs, on. He needs them glasses. Get the clock ones. Yeah, well, like that. He, he fixed his eyeballs. Not quite RuPaul. Do Wayne well, Rooney. Yeah. Unbelievable. Tuckers. I was just looking at. That's Ru's. the thing. You're gonna come in thinking you look like a German football manager, and everyone's just gonna call you RuPaul. Yeah, RuPaul <laughs> with the ball that looks like. If I get them glasses, I think I could. I think I could carry that. Let's off. get you a nice, colourful waistcoat. Yeah, and you'll be all sorted. Uh, right. We're gonna be talking about Ralph Rangnick. We're we'll talking about what his style is, <laughs> what he's gonna bring to style. Man United. What? Thin gilets, like thin. His coaching wear. style. Oh, be his specific. Style. style. Specific. Uh, we're gonna be talking a little bit about his his, his sort of. The, the 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 pillars that he lives by, not just as a footballer, but as a man. No, just yeah. as a footballer. Uh, the things that need to be focused on when you're managing the three C's, all of these things. You might have heard of them. And now we're gonna we're gonna get into them. Should we? You're you like your tactics, don't you, Steve? It's been sad. You've literally got books upstairs and that. I mean, yeah, it's got I mean, loads of books, Anna. Yeah. I've got oh, loads look loads at me with my books. Oh, oh. Did a bit of reading. I do a bit of reading. It's like Finchy, innit? Yeah. yeah. Well, he reads a book a week. Book a week, yeah. It's the same oh, book. Off all the, well, I say know. book, it's a Chinese takeaway menu book. Yeah, it's a book. It. It's quite big. It's a book. Yeah. Counts as a book. And he words. reads it all to start to finish. Most this week, This week in training, we're following the Diego Simeone. Method of defending the lad's going to hate it. Yeah. Well, instead of that, let's talk about Renick, though. Yeah. Because no, because here's the thing: we can talk about Simeone when we unfortunately get Atletico Madrid in the next <laughs> round of the Champions League. It's, it's going to well happen. We, we just went through upstairs, like who we're likely to get, and we're like, mm. it was, there's option. I know, obviously, there's still one round. Paris to go, is like, a big option. PSG, Juve, Inter, oh, Atletico, or all. He's like at the bottom of the table. Let's get them. No, no that no. wasn't me. That was Alex. No. Was right. Anyway, let's Perry talk about uh, anyway. Ranić. We know about this pressing. What's the difference between pressing and counter pressing? Do we know? I don't think there's that much. I mean, so, someone's going to give a dictionary definition, but ultimately mm. it's about putting pressure on the ball carrier in it, at yeah. the end of the day. Mm. And whether it's... So pressing a team playing out would mm. be pressing, I guess. And then Gagan pressing, a, a.k.a. counter-pressing, um, a.k.a. hunting football, would, it, would be a case of when um, you've lost the ball, immediately trying to regain possession within uh, eight seconds or whatever it is. Yeah, so that's the thing. He, he says about... Winning the ball back within eight seconds of losing it and then trying to have a shot, obviously, leading to a goal within 10 seconds of that. Most goals are scored within 10 seconds of the ball 
being won back. And I think it was when he was managing Leipzig, or maybe he was when director of football at Leipzig, but he was saying of the 70-something goals they scored that year, 60 of them came within 10 seconds of winning the ball back. Like, that is very impressive, isn't it? But on the other side of that, because obviously we're all looking at the positives and, and I'm not here to try and talk about negatives, is there maybe a bit of a concern that, like, that's all he's got? What does he do when teams sit back, when teams have 30% possession? Or are we just going to force it so that even against Wickham in the Cup, well, Joe, we only have 50% possession and we're counter-attacking them? You didn't watch the entirety of the videos that I sent you? Well, I did. Did you? Yes. He literally talked about what do you do when teams sit back against you. Well, he said you can play the ball over the top and stuff like that. He said it's all about it's breaking not, the lines regardless. He, he did say that. He, Is he giving you homework? You haven't done it? Yeah, I did it. I, I asked for it. Yeah, all right, all right. And didn't do it. He asked he did, for the But homework. the thing is, he didn't go... Uh, no, no, that wasn't the same. That's not the question I'm asking. He said about a deep press, someone, a, a deep defence, and he yeah, answered that. Well, the question you I'm, someone with a low block. He said, you still have to maintain rhythm. You have to do... Uh, you have to maintain tempo. You've got to play with verticality. That doesn't mean going up. It means move the he ball He said forward. if sometimes it can, that can be over the top, he did yeah. say that. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that's all he's got. No, The way no. you framed that made it sound like that was okay, all yeah. he's got. All right. um, he says you've got to do unsurprising, uh, surprising things. You've mm. got to shock your opposition. So he, we already noise. know, yeah, obviously, um, we already know he's not a fan of the back pass. He ain't a fan of yeah. that horseshoe of possession. Um, what you'd see, you, you do see Liverpool do, and you do see um, Guardiola yeah. do quite a lot. Um, and Tuchel, to be fair as well. He ain't a fan of those passes. I think he banned backward and sideways passes in some training sessions at Leipzig and other places that he's been at. I, st I think there'll be a requirement for us to hold more possession at United. That's what I'm thinking, because you can't but, never take a backwards pass. But he's all still about movement ahead of the ball. He's yeah. all still about... you know. Pep's got those... Um, you know, the chessboard grid of you know no more than two players in any of these lines going across. Some mm. mad Connect Four shit that he has going on. Whereas he's the only one that I've ever really heard talk about that. Maybe Cruyff to a certain degree, possibly Bielsa, but I don't, I don't quite remember Bielsa articulating it in as many words. Um, but I think that's something that they'll they'll look at. Rangnick's about overloading different zones, um, you know, getting plus one uh, in the final third. So when you win the ball back, you've got somebody that's free. Mm. You've dragged players out of position. When you're coming up against the low block, the the one which is this this is kind of counter to what my belief on beating a low block is, which is to beat a low block, you need width. Because if you narrow in playing against a low block, it's exactly what they want. Mm. You know, they're already narrow anyway. Now we don't even have to move to mark you. What beats low blocks is, you see Manchester City are excellent. I'd say the best team at beating a low block is Manchester mm. City under Guardiola. Where do their wingers stand? Right on the touchline. And they always do that thing where, line. like, either the fullback or the winger will have the ball on one side, and then the other winger will dry, like make a spin like a, a run behind the defence towards the, the byline and play it over and then put and then basically on the volley cut it back. They, which, they literally Sterling scored that goal the other day. They scored is, thousands of them under Pep. Which is what? It's width. Yeah. It's it's stretching teams out. And one of the major criticisms, valid criticisms of United under Oli, uh, and United just in the past years because of the lack of a right winger, is we're extremely easy to defend against because we just go down the left hand side when it's Mason playing on the right hand side, don't hold width. Yeah. He comes into the D, which means that you've got like 30 metres, you can just mark the entire team. And then the one that you're not marking, who's that one, Masaka? Mm. Don't worry about that. Uh, and you just sit where you are. It's not an issue. When you've got the options that we've got available to ourselves, like you've got Jaden Sancho, make him stand there. Yeah. You stand there, Marcus, you stand there. We'll push Bruno forward, we'll push Ronaldo forward. Now you've got to put five players in that back line across that back line. If you have your entire defence over to here and this is your... You know, widest fullback, if you like, you're going to leave what 
25 yard, 30 yard to Jaden Sancho. Mm -hmm. You will not get to Jaden Sancho if he gets that ball. No. And that's the, the when, it, when, when this is your widest uh, player and Greenwood's in here because he's in the D or he's here, mm. he's marked. Yeah. You know, when Juan Basaka that's here, you know, do what he wants anyway. He's not a threat. Jaden Sancho's a threat. When it's Manchester City and this is Riyad Mahrez, and this is Sterling on the left, or, or Jack Grealish on the left, and they're holding their width. You as an opposition, you either pull six back or pull five back because you can't cover that with a back four. No. And that's what the better teams are doing. That's where the structure that United have lacked a little bit would benefit well, the team. Talking about that structure, did you see that interview that Rashford said the other day where he kind of said, after Jose left, Ole kind of went, go out there and enjoy yourselves. And, he's, and we did enjoy ourselves. And yeah. obviously it kind of worked to a certain extent, but not taking it to that next level. That is a far cry from Ranić talking about the five, the five phases of play or the five parts of a match you need to be able to dominate or understand. And I'll, I'll read it because obviously get, it's worth getting the points right. He's saying what you do when you have the ball yourself, which is obviously the sort of 10 seconds of, of trying to get a shot away. Or yeah. Usually, not always, obviously. Just raw possession. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you want to do when the other team has the ball, which is generally pressing, but obviously this has to be phases after that. Um, the transition, the moment you lose the ball, or the moment you gain the ball. So they're the two transitions, obviously, when you're winning it or when you're losing it. And the other one, which is a massive one, which you never hear people really talk about, is set pieces. And he says 30 more than 30% of goals come from or originate from a set piece. So obviously not directly from set pieces, but within probably a few seconds of set pieces. That's interesting, isn't it? That something we've been so bad at, and I would say even under Sir Alex, I never considered us a team that was a particular threat from set pieces. Do you, do you Jay? Did, no. Like, have you ever thought of us as, no, we're going to really. be great from corners? I mean, you think of the uh, 99 final, don't you? And when everyone talks about Manchester United and set pieces, yeah. obviously, because, you, you know, two of our most... Do you want to share with the group? Yeah, well, I literally brought it out for that reason. So the, what Joe was talking about through there, he, did, he talked about that in a Coach's Voice seminar, uh, one of the videos that I sent him. Um... I literally do my training based on those things, although it's it's seven for what we do because there's an extra couple of things in there that I like split for train. So it, it, what you do when you have the ball, I call that attacking build-up because that quite often starts deeper rather than when you've just won it on the final third. You need to know, start further back, what we're doing to play out. So I call that attacking build-up. Then I have our organised defence. So attacking build-up, organised defence. That's a bit more about your structure. That's a bit more about your principles. Then we have counter-attacks. That's the sort of thing. What happens when you win the ball here? What mm. happens when you win the ball here? What happens when you, you're you attacking transition, essentially? And then we have defensive transition. What happens when we lose the ball there? Mm. That's different to if we, we lose the ball here. Like, what's the principles of those? And then we have attacking set pieces and defensive set pieces, even though I'll probably... Okay, he's put them under one thing. I don't train defensive and attacking at the same time. I would focus on one. Or yeah, the other. which I'm sure he would as well. Yeah. But you're not but having the fire and areas, sure yeah. doing all of it. Yeah. And then the final one that we have is fitness, mm. and I try and and cover those lot rotating through different sort of things. So we obviously just having five sentences written down and the things he goes over briefly in an hour's conversation isn't what the, the all the players are going to learn. No. But do you think you like? It's fair to say even from that, it feels as though he's has more of an emphasis on tactics, more of an emphasis on really sort of micromanaging every aspect of, of the game rather than, you know, the criticism of Ollie is there's little to very little of that. Well, we had this under Louis. Is that going to be a problem, though, do you think, that transition? Because it's one thing saying, oh, this is going to be great, we all get to press. But if they've not, they've not been 
taught not just pressing because they've, they've pressed before, but not to this degree, not the second, third phases of these things, not all of these, you know, strict, I'm sure almost mathematical versions of each of those sentences. How long is this going to take to implement? And, said, and is it going to just be fucked in six months when we get someone else in? He said eight weeks, which I find tough to believe, especially over the British or English football's winter calendar, because it's brutal, isn't it? Yeah. There ain't a lot of time for this. But I think there's a lot of learning that can be done via showing video and, um, and Joe, sort of the theory explained behind it. You can still get a lot of take up on that without necessarily having to walk them through every single aspect of this and, mm. and repeatedly practice it. That comes as well. You can't do it without that. But I think there's a hell of a lot of learning that they can do on traveling to away days. Right, I'm going to show you this today. We're not necessarily looking to implement this today, but we'll talk about this again tomorrow as well. You know, just sort of building up the knowledge base of the players. Show, keep showing them the positions that they need to be you know, in our third, in the middle third, in the final third, with the ball, without the ball, what to do in this circumstance, what to do in that circumstance. Keep talking about it, keep reiterating it. And it will start to sink into them, even if all they're doing is seeing videos of it. Mm. Um, because obviously training time on the ground is going to be limited to an hour a day at most, probably. Yeah. Realistically, of on pure tactical work. Um, before we move on, we've got something exciting to announce, haven't we? Yes, we have. Don't mean to say it. Yes, please do. say it. Uh, we did it last year as well, but the 12 Days of Paddock competition is back. Look at that. Look at oh, that. Look at that. It's so hasty. Oh, it's freezing uh, in here. That's amazing. Roasting. Can we get the aircon turned down a little bit? Um, we are giving away loads of prizes, one every day for 12 days around Christmas. And the, the main prize, the final prize. Ah, look at that. on the desk, lads. PS5. Hey. Look at that. It's heavy, that. That's know. decent. PS5 that. to give away. All you have to do is be a member of the channel. When you remember, you also get extra videos, you get extra content, you get a discount on the merch store. So there's plenty. Can Don't just, use this single, I, obviously. Can I just have a look at that a minute? <sighs> there's loads of stuff that you get anyway. And now all of our members, as a reward, will be entered automatically <laughs> in right the fucking LJ in the 12 days of paddock competition. Go. The link uh, is in the comments. What Click else can on you that win? To join. They can win all sorts. We've got all the other stuff that's going to be announced soon, actually. Yeah. But you're getting copies of FIFA. You're getting your books. You're getting Deliveroo codes, your vouchers, <laughs> posters, merch from our merch site. Yeah? What's that book We've got to win Old Trafford. We've got Old Trafford, Old Trafford as hey. well. Are we giving away Old Trafford? Can we're we do giving that? Away Old Trafford, are we giving away a Peter Schmeichel book as well? Yeah, we are. Can I have, I've got one of them. That's the one we're giving away, We're giving away Jay's unopened Peter Schmeichel. It's brand new. Trust me. I'm not reading that fraud book. But you can have it. If we've got a version of this that doesn't have the snow on it, that... I'm not behind. Um, all you have to do to be entered <laughs> I know is said become I'm on now. a member. <laughs> click on the link. Click the join button under the video. Click the link in the comments. If you're not watching live, click the join button. And every single member will automatically be entered for all the prizes. So as long as you remember, yeah. when the prize is drawn, you are entered. So click the join button. And we'll be doing this all through Christmas. Again, PlayStation 5. You still well, can't get them. Oh, we have got an update on that, though, the PlayStation 5. And Ellis Martin's head from Eccles has just won that one. Has he? Yeah, well, so. we're, not st we're not giving it away yet. No, You've that's got... mad that he lives in your house, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't even know he had access to yeah. the internet. Uh, from no, he the 26th really like, well of December like. to the 6th of January, we'll be giving away a different prize every single day leading up 
to that PlayStation on the final day. Join, become a member, and you will automatically be entered. Brilliant, brilliant prizes. Uh, good, even, isn't it? even the Peter Schmeichel, but you know, if you if you're a City fan, it's a really good prize for you. Uh, Peter <laughs> Kelly says, if you read the first page of Soconomics, it says statistically most goals from corners are from in swingers. So why do we take out swingers so much? Should our data analysts know this statistic, Stephen? Yeah. There you go. Sorish Afavale. Is, is that oh, because sorry. most corners that are taken are in swingers? Does it have a comparison? No, yeah, is it a percentage? It's a comparison of them, yeah. Ah, right, okay. Uh, yeah, higher percentage of in-swingers are scored than out-swingers. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, There's also a lot of theory on penalties in soccer. Not what's the... the it's, it's wordy. Um, I've been trying to fuck about with my goalkeepers um, to, to go and stand um, one-third to the side because it takes a ballsy player to put it where you're stood. And then they really, really focus on trying to put it in the opposite corner. And I think they fuck it up under the pressure. And your goalkeeper knows it's going the same way. We've done right. it once and we conceded with it, but... Has no one ever done that So the, the tiniest of sample sizes and it was unsuccessful. Yeah. yeah. Very But like... Hang on, hang on, wait, let me finish. It's a 77% chance of scoring anyway. That's just penalties. Yeah. Right. So if we save the next one, we're quids in. Yeah, but that's not enough of a sample size to say you've come up with this new theory, is I'm it? I'm not knocking what you're doing. Science. Like, but wouldn't, science some, wouldn't people do this if this was a thing? No. Like, you know you're why? inventing this. No, do you know why? And I'm not, defend- in training. I'm not defending Steer because <laughs> I'm, I don't know what happened with that. All, right. all I can see on the screen is that yeah, Cam, Cam says the guy passed, the guy passed, passed it into the side. side. And so you look easily. a bit silly, wouldn't you, if you're a yeah. keeper and you go, go on then, mate. And you just it. went, yeah, all right. That's the ballsy part, is getting yeah. the keeper to buy in to look like a right dick. But here's the thing, <laughs> though. When you say, wouldn't, if, if it worked, wouldn't people do it? Do you know free throws in basketball? Yeah. And you stood on the line in this. Is that like the penalty in a basketball? Yes, yeah, yeah. the equivalent. Sorry, I'm not, you get, as you can tell, I'm an expert on There's 30 of them a game rather than one every six weeks. Is there that many? Tons. It depends who's playing. Different teams emphasize winning fouls more. Who, anyway? That way is how everyone takes him. Over the head, like that. Not, obviously, that's not perfect form, but you know what I mean? It's good But enough. statistically, yeah. it, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that underarm, yeah. if you can master that technique, is an easier and more replicable or replicatable movement yeah. that would actually have a higher success rate. And the reason people don't do it is because it's called granny style and it's embarrassing as fuck. Yeah. And people don't want to be going, oh, you do it granny style, do you? Yep. So it's just a style, it's just like... So it's like an embarrassment yeah, and a... And a, a pride a, thing. Yeah, but not pride and also it's just the... the yeah, pride yeah, a little bit just, and... People don't want to be the first one to do it granny style and miss a few. Well... But like, it's... Do you know what I mean? So sometimes... I mean, you, I know you get like Bill Fosbury, for example. You get people yeah. that... Take a leap forward and do some. Yeah, sorry, literally the, a leap the high Quite jumper. Yeah. Who you know, high jumpers used to jump feet first. He invented yeah. the Fosbury flop where he went back first, and now everyone does that. Got. Imagine that was now. Yeah, yeah. with Twitter and people the going abusive. State of this, state of this. Yeah, yeah. Look at him, and game's then he's absolutely like smashing, gone. Yeah, game's just gone. kick your legs over it like everyone else. You fucking not bad. Smashing every single and record, just destroying there is. it by miles. So. To yeah. be fair to stay, I'm not dumb at you know disparaging. It might be you but might that, have cracked it. But on the other end of the, the spectrum, the just because we something sounds forward. shit doesn't mean it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, there are some things that sound bad that are good, but most things that sound shit are shit. I love the fact hey, the biggest we, problem I, is we convincing the goalkeeper to do it. it so he doesn't look it bad. To be fair, <laughs> like, the uh, the keeper tried it and bottled it last minute and ran back to the centre. But the whole idea of standing one third in yeah. is that you can set your feet. Knowing you've got to dive to make that corner, probably. But haven't you got a like? Also, if have you got if time you to wait corner, and see, anyway. have you got time to wait if he does go where you're well, stood? Well, all you've got to look for is two feet placements. Right. That's it, really. One, yeah. 
if it's, if it's pointing if you at you, jump the other way and he puts it out, you're gonna look like you're throwing the game. Yeah. <laughs> if he, <laughs> as he plants his foot, if it's coming at yeah. you, stand still. Yeah. And if it points away from you, you're diving. Could be, this could be revolutionary, Stephen, so keep us posted. Uh, Surish Asavale says, no, I'm serious. Uh, we will have nine outfield nine outfield players for the Gengen Press and one poacher in CR7. It'll be interesting to see how all players are integrated into the system. That's the thing. That's another thing. How people, like, Steve, do you think it's more likely that with better players, more accomplished players, more skillful players than he's ever worked with before, he's more likely to get them playing well? Or do you think there'll be an element of they've won try using other styles, Ronaldo didn't need Gagan press when he won three Champions Leagues in a row. Do you think there might be a sort of, who the fuck are you? I'm not running twice as hard as I've ever ran just because you think you've got a decent CV. Does um, that worry you at all? No, because we did a podcast earlier with Rio. Um, we'll, we'll get to Rio in a minute, reacting to things. <laughs> uh, yeah, reacting to Ralph Rodnick and Carragher. I'm sure yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Carragher's coming on on Monday. He bit like a motherfucker. Um, and he said it, it, Ronaldo didn't press. When he was good, when he was young, when he was 20. He wasn't being told to. Uh, yes, he was, though. Was he? Well, the guy who was in the changing room All said right he then. was. Okay, so what? So Fergie went, you've got to do this, and Ronaldo for five years went, Well, no. he said, well, he, he was like, he said, <laughs> Carrick and Fletch and um, Owen Hargreaves and everyone knew, you're going to have to work harder because he's not going to. Yeah, but that's, that's an understanding that Ronaldo won't press. Will Rangnick have that same understanding? Will he say, Bruno... Well, he had a 34-year-old Raul... He wasn't exactly known for running around like a place like Tevez. Mm. It's hard to find a lot of, especially no, there's not a lot of data kicking around of Ulm from no. yeah, yeah, yeah. from the early 2000s. Um, yeah. Mc says, in my opinion, Ralph just needs to convince Ronnie that by pressing more, he'll score more goals. CR7 will be running around like a madman. He doesn't need to press. Uh, Pavan Sukanara, welcome to the academy. Thanks for joining. You've yes, got sir. a shout now of uh, one player not of winning that PlayStation Five and all the other prizes as well. And Old Trafford, I think. You um, get to win Old Trafford. Not, that may or may not be the case. All right, okay. Um, but I, I reckon, yeah. A picture of it. All right, okay, Old Trafford. Um, I don't think he needs to press. It's, it's very simple, right? What's the, what are you asking people to press for? You're trying to create a numerical overload. So you're trying to get extra people to where, where the opposition's got four, you're trying to put five. And to do that needs work rate. So you're mm. asking the players to work harder than the opposition, so you've always got that plus one, right? Yeah. And if they switch, it means the rest of these have got to tear ass and, and get that plus one over there. What it means is you're going to leave one of their men spare somewhere because you know, there's, there's a, only an infinite number of players yeah. allowed on the and pitch. You are, one and you time. only have the same amount of players yeah. as them. So to, to create numerical overloads with pressing is all about that work rate. Now, what are they? Why are you creating a numerical overload? It's to to mark people essentially to take people out of the game, either by limiting the options that the opposition have got when they've got the ball, or to just swarm around them so much that they lose the ball out of or sheer numbers have to around take them. Risky passes, long balls upfield that are a much lower percentage. Exactly that. So, what does Ronaldo need to press for? Well, he doesn't necessarily have to be the one pressing the ball, the person on the ball. He can be the one covering lanes or covering passing options. There we go. And stay within his sort of 10-yard right. box. Most teams are going to play with the number six. Yeah. Mark him. Right, okay. Just mark him. Or... If, what, if you're a runner? Yeah. Right. You mark him, right? Or you say, you mark the left centre half. So if he goes to the left centre half, you, it, he's not fucking about with a Zimmer frame. He's still yeah. pretty rapid. You want to conserve his energy for scoring goals. Like I said earlier, if that ball drops to Ronaldo instead of Fred at the edge of the box, we're sitting here today talking about how we beat Chelsea 2-1. No, 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 no. So, or if Fred know, had passed it to Ronaldo. You tell him to mark someone. 
And Ronaldo will do it. Ronaldo's a winner. Ronaldo will do... Ronaldo's not known for refusing to do things his managers have asked him to do. You've got to know what you're dealing with. Mm. You can't ask him to be something he's not, but you can say, right, the lads are going to do this, you're marking that guy, and he'll go... I, I personally believe he'll go sound. Don't forget, I mean, I know it's a bit old school, but that's like what Eusebio used to say, didn't it? He used to mark his defender. Mm. That's what he used to say. He said, they didn't mark, I marked them. That was a big thing for him. Yeah. I mean, he did all right, didn't he? For Portugal. Mm. It was all right, yeah. Maybe Ronaldo's heard of him. Uh, AK, welcome to the academy. Oh, sorry, the first team. Thanks for your support. Yes, and you're in with a shout of winning the PlayStation 5. Yes. Um, so there's a few questions here, and I'll get into them. Um, in a press, the, the centre forward just covers the back pass, says Paul Lucas. Um Almost, oh, Matthew Wicks has almost got my fancy 12-month men, member badge getting. Yes. Um, it's a big boy right there. It really is. Um, I'm sorry, I've just had... I don't even know if I can say what... Can, he's watching. Can I say what you do? Uh, but I've just had an analyst. Can we just say an analyst? He's just messaged me. He's just, just watching the podcast. Um, you defined it well. Pressure, pressure from a straight, a shape is structured. Counter pressure, pressure in transition moment, unstructured. Two different types of pressure. High probability to score, create chance, um, or get into dangerous possession and regain counter pressure as the opposition will likely be in positional unbalance. Um, good stuff. James Marinan says, "Is Maguire's captaincy in doubt with Rangnick?" Probably not. I don't think. I don't think great. so because they're, they're not changing anything, him. are they? Feeling Carrick, McKenna—they're all staying. Which I it mean, just—I I don't know. It seems like it'd extent. be a massive blow to him. Obviously, losing the captaincy and. I don't know, would people start feeling sorry for Maguire and think like, what's Who all this about? And also Bruno had Ronaldo. it yesterday, didn't he? And he was, I love Bruno, but that was probably one of his worst games for us. Mm. Would you give mean? it to Ronaldo? Who's, is he the obvious candidate? Ronaldo, Ronaldo is the obvious candidate. Would you, that might be an if interesting you, was, if you, would you if, do that? If Ragnick sits down, Ronaldo, sorry, Ragnick has to get a couple of key personalities on board. If I was walking into that dressing room, I was Ralph Ragnick today. Yeah. Bratwurst for dinner, and then I'd go and say, right, I want to get Ronaldo on side. I reckon I need to speak to to Harry Maguire. So I want to speak to Varane, De Gea, people that have been there around a little bit. Varane, man, missing him. Um, and I would probably look at like the likes of Marcus, Jesse Pogba, as Bruno. probably Jesse uh, Bruno as well, yeah. And I think I'd come, I'd go into a meeting with them, and I think I would. Uh, that would be a real signal of change. And if Ronaldo's like, yeah, I've heard you're all about pressing. I'll do whatever it takes to win the, the, the team. I think you going, all right, fuck it. I'm going to give him the armband. Yeah, He's just yeah. said everything I want him to say. That eliminates to me. I don't know about you guys, but it's the one question I've had from, from people that have been watching the stuff saying, will Ronaldo press? What's, what's this? Mm. What does yeah, this that's mean why we're Ronaldo? talking about. Yeah, Everyone's lots of questions about, about Ronaldo this morning. Ragnick going, Joe, what? He's my captain. That signals so much. Yo, yeah, look, this guy's won it all and he's willing to do whatever from a team. You could even come out and say that. Yeah. I've given him the captaincy because he's the, the leader of this team because, let's be honest, he fucking is. Mm. If he spits his dummy out, we've got a problem, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. If Aaron Maguire spits his dummy out, all right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I've, I've, I'm, I've always been a big fan of Maguire and I, I, I do like him and I do think he gets a bit of unfair state. But last few weeks, I've not been happy with him at all. I'm impressed with him. I think he's just been a little bit is there any chance of, been away with it. I think he's back in training, isn't he? There's yeah. some talk of maybe coming back, but is that not just rushing him back? I mean, we got at that. Maybe yeah, we are. did that last time, didn't we? Uh, Andrew Naker says, any Rangnick songs being sung in the pubs yet? Not that I've heard. I've not heard any. We'll find out on Thursday night, won't we? What's, what's the deal with... Um, with this whole work permit shit, how come it's taken us so long? We do this all the time. We do it with transfers. Brexit. I know it's Brexit, but everyone else <laughs> deals with Brexit. People getting managers in every, yeah. every two seconds. Like, it is a thing, isn't it? But it's just frustrating because... 
If he's not in there, dugout for Thursday, which is looking unlikely, you know, it's 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 just a waste really of a yeah. game. Do you know what I mean? I know we could okay, Carrick could win, and he got a good decent result against Chelsea, and it's no no point in being, you know, sort of negative about it and just saying, "Oh, that's it, we lost." But you want your manager in place for a big game. That is a massive game now, and I'm sorry to say it because it's true. But we're in that we're in that top four. We're in that top four race with Arsenal. We might not like it, but we are. Yeah. And if you know we lose to them, it's a big deal. And you, I personally want the new manager in there. What do you think? I've no idea what the process is, but the, if you did, you get the. I got a press release off United earlier. Um, did you not get it? I don't know. I've not looked um, super badly. So there was a line at the end. Oh of yeah, the, I've got it. Here. Sorry, I've got it here in the. Which says Michael Carrick will remain in charge yeah. of first team until Rouse work visa is finalised. That tells me he's uh, he's not here till th- after Thursday at least. By the sounds of things, I don't think it will be. He's got a, he's got a license. Yeah, this is what we were PCR saying. That's on the state. That's on the official statement, isn't it? So yeah, it's, they wouldn't put that out there if they were confident it would be. They would have said he's here Thursday. Let's have it. Wouldn't yeah, they? yeah. They'd have made a massive deal of it. Do you think that's a problem, or do you think actually maybe just sticking with a bit more consistency? Carrick's not lost a game yet. Looked all right against Chelsea. It might not be the worst thing in the world to sort of play this more difficult game under a style they're more capable of doing. Now, I just don't want us to. I just don't want us to go into this Arsenal game playing it safe, not just like tactically, but mentally as well. Like, oh, you know, carrots. Like, we don't lose this. It's all right. You want to win that? Mm. We, you know, we've lost to City and Liverpool. Like, I think the last two league games. Yeah, let's the trifecta. Of Do you know what I mean? Fans. Like, let's go for it. This is mm. face facts. Yeah. I know Arsenal are doing you know, relatively well, but it is, yeah, they're not like that good. No. Like, look at the, the times they've played big teams, they've struggled. They've got, you know, I know we've got... that, I, I'm not... I love how fucking pissed that tripod is, by the way. Yeah. Um, not only this, the Arsenal are playing well, but Ramsdale is having a worldy week in, week out. No, which don't is give it? me that. Don't give me which that. Have you seen some of those saves that are worldies? Oh, honestly, I've never he seen He literally moves out of the way of the ball and then dives nerve. towards it. Yeah. Stand there and go like that. There's yeah. like one that's like literally down the middle of the goal. And I'm seeing like, is he even human? Yeah. What? Because yeah. he saved the shot like straight out. A foot in from yeah. the centre of the goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to oh, remember, oh. they're coming from a fucking they've position. They've not had a decent goal since 1997. One of the worst things I saw as well was when Martinelli scored, Greenwood step outside. What? Yeah. Are you actually kidding me? Do you know what your problem is? Go on. You're looking for Arsenal fans online. I'm not. They just appear they're like rats you just can't get rid of him uh, Abin Averma says if losing captaincy is a blow to you then maybe you shouldn't get the captaincy in the first place well, Ronaldo or Matic is captains for me I'm sorry saying, but if, if Brian if Robson lost, burning down yeah. is a problem maybe you shouldn't have had a house in the first place if Brian Robson lost the captaincy it'd affect him he'd be gutted yeah. I know it wouldn't happen but big, it would it'd a be a blow thing. to him well yeah he'd be really confused he'd be, yeah he, he probably would be like hang on a minute well, that's like the straight, that's, that would be the worst thing Ron Atkinson if, ever did if it destroys your career maybe <laughs> then you sh- maybe you shouldn't have had it but it's going to be a blow to anyone who, who gets the captain <laughs> up until that time anyway <laughs> what do you compare that not me I didn't even hear that <laughs> what did you say losing if Ron Atkinson had a strip Brian Robson on the captain's armband it would have been the worst thing he ever did oh really uh, up until that, that time I hasten to add a disclaimer there yeah do you know what I mean whilst he was a manager fucking hell <laughs> 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 I mean, even while he was manager Jake <laughs> <laughs> five-a-side selection process. Oh yeah, sorry. Actually, I forgot about that. I mean, you, you might have to tell people what it is. I don't think right. those words can come Let out. Me, like I me. can't. I will never say. I. I. When I read that in my head, so I, give I, some I a bit more it. sort of context. Yeah. What's going on? He had a way of separating the players, Joe. When, when, what Brian, Ro- uh, Brian Robson? What Brian Robson used to do at uh, United? Is he used to have five a size. He just they didn't do proper like like Eagles and, and Rangnick and all them lot with all this. Don't put them in the same sentence. We're, no. we're in the same. Well, sentence. Look at him. He's, he's getting his spreadsheets out in the middle of this. Um, spread cheeks. What? 
different. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's not in the army anymore. He's actually sat on a cur mode now. <laughs> <laughs> just right. straight to a hole. Used to get a, it used to be like just basic, run around the pitch for t- uh, 10 minutes, yeah, and then yeah, let's yeah. do five asides. For two hours. And, and he, he plays <laughs> like the teacher. Are you saying he never won a league title? No. Yeah, he used to win the cup, though. Yeah, he used to play in the five asides, and he used to split them based on the colours of your skin, basically. There's no, no polite, said it, though, was polite it? way to say it. He used to say, right, we'll have... The somethings against us lot, no. basically. Yes. And I'll let you Google it. And the, the mad thing about this is, Paul McGrath tells this story, and he's told it in one of his articles or his books and everything, and he tells it with almost like a, a reverence. Almost like Back a, to the good old yes, days. Yes, like, oh, and I remember when Ron used to pick the teams and he used to say, and I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so you're right. As a manager, he did a lot worse. I forgot about that. Forgive me. Uh, Joe Dutt, welcome to the Academy. Um, thanks for your support as always. And you'll be in the... Um, the I really want to make hat. a joke, bro. Get no, God, no. We've, we've spoken, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, make it to us, off camera, yeah. out of the building. On your special, on your special Etch-A-Sketch that we shake yeah. as soon as you've written it. <laughs> shake that before anyone sees that. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a little bit about the um, consultancy and all that as well, Steve. What do you make of that? Because for me, like this thing you said there it could take eight weeks for him to, to get this team ready and that's take a bit longer over a bit Christmas, top longer he's only got what 24 weeks I think it is so it's not like pulling that one out so he's not got that's loads of time <laughs> this season you know I'm not saying we give up on this season but the effects of Ragnik might not be this season it might be longer term with his consultancy and all that yeah are you excited about that? Do you think that's going to work what are you, what's your take on that real take was that uh this is his audition for the job he doesn't think that this is going to be oh, this um, war is minute <laughs> And I said, well, well, when we're giving it to you before you start putting paper on there and tell him to write whatever normal he wants. <laughs> yeah. Give him the contract. We beat Arsenal 3-0. The hey, moment he says, you're right, you know, not going to thank me for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I think uh, he might have something in that. Like, it might be his audition. Because let's be honest, if we was waiting for United to announce an actual manager, we might be waiting a while. So yeah. like, they might have gone, well, we'll see how it goes. Like, Do you think he, he wants it to be? Do you think he wants to be the long-term manager? I don't know. Rio seemed to, his take on it was he thinks that's what he'll be going in thinking. This ain't going to be a six month thing. I'm going to be a long term. I'll show him. Um, when he might be right. Um, I mean, with all due respect to Ralph Ragnick, him as a sort of coming in to steady the ship and to Im- implement something and to oversee things kind of makes sense to me. Him getting the United manager's job doesn't. Is he actually not in, better? No, I know he's as, got, like, as as he manager. like 30 per- games on the bounce though. Well, we've done that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If he beats Paris away <laughs> is he, is he after not a single home loss, anyway. then he can have it. What? Is he not better as a director of football than a manager? I think he's a better director of football, yeah. Uh, but I think by the sort of like murmurings of some like pretty connected journalists, it looked like you've got Murta as your football director, you've got Carrick as your technical director. Where's Fletcher fit into all this? Sorry, sorry. Oh, right, Fletcher sorry. Fletcher, your, sorry, yeah. Uh, and then Car- Carrick is your assistant or whatever. Yeah, Carrick as assistant or something or other. Yeah. Assistant to the interim manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Correct. Um, and then there might be a, a spot for a consultant sporting director in Rangnick. And I love how, like, like, eight months ago, we didn't have any of these. No, and now we've got a stupid amount. Yeah. It, is, it is getting a little so bit like... Now we have to get a minibus to take them yeah. to the games. Here's <laughs> yeah. our directors of footballs. Um, so 
is it a good thing? Shit, maybe. This club needed modernising so much. Literally, Fergie was running it like it was still 1987, if we're mm. being completely honest yeah, with yeah. ourselves. He was just so capable and had such bandwidth and yeah. was so in control of everything that was yeah. going on. He was the sporting director. He was doing the 10 and five year planning. He was going to people's houses of the players we wanted to yeah, sign and he, be like, you like, playing for Man United? Literally, he How has he got the time to do that ever? <laughs> Yo, and not only that, he's in it, well, he's in it 6 a.m. Yeah. and he's watching the youth team. Like, and, he's, and he's taking phone calls from like the manager at Witherspoons. He's yeah. saying like, I saw Ryan Giggs in it last night and he's like, right, thanks for that. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like literally, info at manunited.co.uk goes to Fergus' computer. <laughs> like, why have you got just like the, the oh, number? No, he, no, uh, he never got email. Oh, did he not? No, uh, all his emails got printed out for him. Love and he that. read them. A lad <laughs> I know, who, Hugh Ferris, who used to work for Five Live and he works with him at Key, he used to do like reporting for Key 103 and he said Fergie pulled him at the office once because he was driving down the Mancunian way and Hugh Ferris used to do stuff for Man City and he saw him on a City poster. So he pulled him in the office and said, well, you did on City posters. And he was like, well, I'm freelance. I do different jobs. He said, you didn't fucking come in here with anything. He did carry on doing that. Really? <laughs> Just if you were on a poster for another club. <laughs> that like, that's the sort of control and all the detail he's got. Like, why do you time for that? Um, and the energy. Are you, are you a manager that's just been appointed at Shrewsbury? <laughs> yeah. You have to, like, it could, this is what you mean when you say he was the godfather of football yeah. in England. He had to give you, like, you have to come and kiss the ring. Yeah, yeah, massively. Him, like, right. you know, do you want anyone on loan? I might ask you to do something one day that you might not yeah. be able to refuse. Like, this is what he was yeah. all about. He like, was he was, he was into everything. Yeah, and realistically, that needs 11 people to do all the shit he was doing. Yeah. And that's why he was the greatest of all time. Especially, I suppose, once you factor in the, well. the, the, the fact of how much more micro the world of tactics and coaching is now than it was in 1986 or 2013 to a lesser degree. But obviously, Fergie yeah. was, you know, not, you know, he got his coaching to do that. The, the time of coming up with these plans and that sort of thing, if you're a head coach and you are coaching, like Tuchel is coaching, Klopp is coaching. It just takes more time to do these things now. So we do need more people, but it does seem a little bit as though we've got like, we, well, we've got this perfect setup and now Fletcher's just to get Ragnick in as well. Fletcher's a full novice. Yeah. Murta was involved as United's head of youth development, I believe, for some time. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he was there when Chucky was there. Yeah, and I know there's, there's some people that have got different opinions of the guy. Uh, <laughs> that you've been very polite now, yeah. Yeah, on. I am. I'm being well, that seems to be polite. the case with pretty much every CEO, director of football, whatever. That's true. Everyone seems so, to. Some people think they're a knob, some people think no, they're a No, that's fair comment. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, and, and maybe Nicky Butt's one of those people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think if you looked at um, what both of them have done, none of them have really had that sort of implementation of a Europe worldwide scouting network looking for players of a specific sort of thing. You know, the the new analysis aren't, you know, fully doing all their jobs yet. Fletcher and Murta are only really just getting their teeth into the job a little mm. bit. We know that the summer window was still conducted by Judge and Woodward. So the fact that there's been a real slow rollout of what they're allowed to do, I believe they were both heavily involved in appointing Ranjik, which mm. is That's good, what, I guess. Uh, was it yeah. Laurie Whitwell, wasn't it, who was saying that yeah. Murta was the one who was pushing yeah. for Rangnick? Uh, he went and visited him, didn't he, a couple of years yeah, ago? Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. In, yeah, 2019, um, I think so it was like that. I think, um, I think when you look at the amount of stuff that Fletcher and Murta might have their ideas, but they, they lack in experience. Rangnick's got 40 years of club building under his belt. Mm. Um, I, I think the job that he did with Hoffenheim, sensational, and the job that he did with Leipzig with a bit of money behind him. And there was some money there a little bit with, with Hoffenheim, and I think Schalke were also really heavily backed. But if you look at Schalke's time, who was Schalke at the end of the day? Mm. And he got them to a Champions League semi. He took Leipzig from the fourth tier of football. I said this the other day, if Eddie Howe had taken... Uh, Bournemouth from where they were 
it was impressive that he got them into the Premier League mm. for, and kept them in the Premier League as long as he did. But imagine he'd have kicked on, come top four, and took Bournemouth to a cha mm. Champions League semi-final. That's literally what Rangnick did with Leipzig. So, I, I, you know, has he won anything? No, Paul Merson, he's fucking not. But at the end of the day, what he's achieved is comparable. Mm. You know, and, and Bayern Munich have just appointed a manager with a less than 50% record. Mm. Um in Nagelsmann, who hadn't won a damn thing, and now has got an 80% win rate. Yeah. You know, of course you want to appoint people with a winning track record, mm. but guess what? Louis van Gaal yeah. was exactly that. Jose was exactly that. I'm not saying, let's just appoint someone with a losing record. No. But no, it isn't the be all and end all. No one guarantees success. And also look at the clubs you've managed. You know, Pep isn't going to have a 40% win rate because he's only ever managed the best team in the country he moved to. They were already the best team before he went to him. Yeah, and then you keep that going. Obviously, he's a still an incredible manager, one of the best ever. But like, he's never going to have a fifty percent win rate because you start with Barca, then Bayern, then City. You don't win, you don't lose games with those teams. No, you know Zidane, same thing. But you know there are a lot of managers who, you know, you're managing Ulm, Hoffenheim, uh, Schalke. And who wasn't managing? Hanover, well, he did manage Leipzig. Like for, yeah, but you're not going to have a seventy percent win rate because that is impossible with those teams. So. Yeah, it's not necessarily the be all and end all. It's just wait and see. Uh, getting some of the super chats quite a lot. Uh, Bear says, um, I think Pogba is going to play a lot less than someone like Ronaldo under Ralph. He he leave now, and I'm happy if he will. Think we will be better overall. Just quickly, Pogba, do you think he's going to have any opinion on whether Pogba is going to be a, a, an important part of the Ravnik? Ragnik even revolution? What I've said all season, and it's getting to the point where I'd, I'd have made the decision for him now. And I said, if Joe, before the start of December, I'm not getting into January where you can actually start talking to people. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know one way or another. You sign in, sound, sign it, and let's move forward. You're not signing it, sound, don't sign it, fuck off right in the reserves. Yeah. It's because like you were saying on the live one. He's had f four and a half years, whatever. Mm. It was, it was, yeah, it was 2016, five and, five and a half years. Just thinking about it's, it. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah, to say now, oh, I'm still pondering think, it. Oh, there's, 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 there's yeah. an article in the Mirror today saying um, Paul Pogba uh, close to United. Enf yeah, enthused. U-turn? Yeah. What U-turn? You've had five years to make this decision uh, and one new manager now all of a sudden, you know, changed everything. Cool. Uh, Ian O'Brien, welcome to the uh, Academy. Yes, you man. don't forget you're in with shout of winning some prizes. Uh, Robin Bergerson, welcome to the Academy as well. Yes. Um, Abidan Verma says, Ooh, do you think it's a coincidence that whenever Poch gets linked to us, we start playing really well? Also, take back <laughs> my Maguire comment. I wonder if he's going to be one of them managers or like, do you know there's like the girl at school that you fancy, but she had a boyfriend when you were single and then you had a girlfriend when she was single. Do you think we're just never going to get with Poch? Like, we obviously fancy each other. Poch fancies United, United fancies Poch. We all know that. It's like the most yeah. open secret. But we're never looking for a manager when he's out of work and he's never out of work. I hope, but, I hope we don't even fuck him while we're married. How about that? Really? That's yeah. upsetting. Fuck him. Was there not an element, though, of... I still think we're getting an end. Like, if Poch should have wanted the job when Ollie got it, he could have had it. Yeah, but they, he just got the... He was doing big things with Tottenham. Though, that's what I mean, it? though. Yeah. He could have quit Tottenham and come to United. Oh, yeah. It well, was within the realms he, of possibility. He, he could have said, like, yeah. right, sorry, Levy. I'm off. United would have snapped him up because he's obviously like a, a bit of a favourite. I still think he's one of the top three candidates for the job. No, yeah. I 100% kind of I agree with what you're saying. I just feel like oh. that was his chance there. And all right, he might get another one in a couple of years, but a lot of it might depend on you know what, though, if whether likes him. Or Rogers, I'd get a potch tattoo. Yeah. Really? There you go. I mean, it's why, why is it, you know, why is it between the guy that came 
third in a two-horse race and the ex-Liverpool manager who and second in threw a away the league. Race. Yeah, it's just like, come on. Uh, this is so sad. Play Alexa, sorry, play Desposito says, what do you think the chances are that Ragnick gets an outside shout? There's more... Outside shout? There's a Ragnick shit in the woods. That's more suited to his style than the names mentioned before in Marco Rose. I think that's that, that chance has gone up almost infinitely since Ragnick's coming as interim. Yeah. I think before they would have just wanted Klopp or Rogers and oh, well, Ragnick's I, I available. think whatever Ragnick thinks is going to hold a lot of weight. Yeah, I do. I think it might be Ten Hag. Uh, I think I, I, if I was betting, I would still say Poch. I still think I think Ten Hag's in the mix, but I also wouldn't expect... I wouldn't be mental. I, I, I don't know if I'd like it, to be honest, but I, I can almost see it where he's like, what about Ralph Hasenhutl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> imagine. I don't ever mention well, uh, Wurzel, Danny here as well. Welcome to the first team. Uh, Carragher versus Rio. As yes. Sound out, Rio. I'm trying to get him in here. What do you reckon? So we can do our bit in here. Yes. Yeah. So what's well, happened I, I did a video on it this morning. Uh, Rio called Jamie Carragher out. Have you been starting trouble again, you? This is like the Phil Jones thing all over again. No, this is fully uh, on it, Rio. Uh, for, uh, for a change. The last time it was you, wasn't it? So what, what did Rio say then? So Rio said, uh, did you see the thing with Kino and Carragher last night? Um, obviously they was arguing whether Ronaldo was a mistake. And he mm -hmm. goes, and he, was, he goes, I can't listen to Carragher when it comes to, when he starts talking about what it takes to win the league. He goes, when Carragher starts talking about the, win the league, I have to mute it. He's like, what do you know about winning the league? He's like, you're going to sit in the corner and shut up. <laughs> and then he Jamie proper, he proper like snapped though, didn't he, Jamie Carragher? It's like, it was a yeah, bit like, that's literally what he does. Carragher went, not talking titles, but the deal for Ronaldo to Man United, which you arranged, and then Isaac and laughing emoji. No Premier League for me, but skylight my opinions. No trophies in your career without Fergie. And when you stop winning Premier League at United, you tried to move to Chelsea. So please stop giving it the big United fan one. Hashtag Ollie's at the wheel. So what I will so say better, is, yeah, that I mean he's not. He's better. But what I will say is, go on. Rio had to go first. Like when <laughs> he you started start, like, it. Biting is that it? Thing, yeah. Rio was the one that started it, and I'm obviously on Rio's side because yeah. Rio. But I do sort of think, oh, Jamie Carrick a bit, but. I just feel like when you reply with like these little essays, and I'm not yeah. just saying it, I actually like Jamie Carragher, I know I'm not going to apologize for that, I've done some stuff. I think a lot of people right. do, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? You had a good laugh of him, didn't you? Yeah, so he loves you. A bit of back and forth. Literally, you know what I mean? was doing that thing with Gary yeah. Neville, Joe, talking about the um, the independent football fan. Oh yeah, I was there. Thing, yeah. It was outside Wembley, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and we come on, and fucking Carragher's like, hey, I hope it's fucking Russell Crowe. So I was like, honestly, we still doing that? Really? Yeah. From all those years ago, you still <laughs> like, remember the same joke? Six months ago. <laughs> We'll get you in here. Don't you worry about that. Um, so, yeah, it was like, he's, he's, he's just said a little bit. Too, like, it's, just got, it's like when you're doing a bit too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you just had one I'm line. I'm not bothered, but. But if you just had yeah. one line. No, and also, like, you try to go Chelsea, no, no trophies in your career without Fergie. He played for Fergie for like 90% <laughs> of his career, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he was like at United for like 12 years. So that's uh, not really, you know. No, <laughs> talk yeah. to me about the other bit of your career where you yeah. were there for 12 years winning everything. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's a sport. It's a fair play. Really, you you've, got him on, you've got him on the channel, you know? Yeah, he's on a Monday. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I reckon that was an inside job. I reckon Rio texted Carragher saying, I'm going to go at Joe, you. Joe, and he said, oh, I'll have a go back and everyone will be Joe, excited. the puppeteer is here. Alex Baguli of Stratford Paddock. Why? Go on. Because literally in the middle of all this, like, Alex went... <laughs> Why, why are they fucking about on Twitter? So I'm going to come on the podcast and, and make it like a bit of content out of it. So I literally posted in our group, instead of doing 1K likes, why don't we get the silly scouse knobber on the podcast and do half a million views instead? Mm. Capitalism. That is, yeah, disgusting that, is that is just filthy capitalism. But it's, it's obviously worked. Right, should we call it a day there? Very <laughs> yes, good podcast we today. Enjoyed that. Should we do that? Um, 
Um, if you aren't a member already, hit the join button. The link is also in the comments. Hit the join button. You get loads of extra stuff. You get extra content. You get a discount on the merch. Uh, you get, most importantly, the uh, a free entry. Oh, say a free entry. You get entry into our 12 days of padding. Get the, get the PlayStation on the desk, Jay. Sorry. Yes. It's heavy, that, isn't it? P PlayStation 5, that's actually it. It's in this box, so let's not drop it. It is. That's why it was so heavy. The main... Put, put the single on, because otherwise it's mental. Uh, my face with that ball blonde. PS5, um, and there's also 11 other gifts that we're giving away from the 26th of December all the way to, to the 6th of January, the 12 days of Paddock. It's not what you, are right. free, you, you have an entry to every single one of those if you become a member. Click the join button, join the academy, join the first team, and you get entry, you might win a PlayStation 5. Every single member is entered automatically. Look at this little dongle here. Look at that fella. Right, thank you, Steve, for coming on. Uh, thank you, Jay. You two are laughing at something. It's these two. It's what these two do. Toward the end of every video, they go into their look at this, but we can't tell people mode, and it's despicable. Every text I get, I will read out on air, and that is my... I'll read one now. I think we're in trouble with HR if I read this out. And I am HR, so that put that away. That says piss off, and it's from Dad. Don't worry about that. Thank you very much for joining us. Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll see you in a bit. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.